This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Do you want that up there? What? Hey, that's Thank goodness we've got Jan Stewart, Ronnie Mark. Yes, sir. Because without her, we wouldn't be on the air right now. That's the story of my life. That's true. Day to day. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's amazing how people go from one step up to the other in the banking business. Now, what is it that makes a person so well respected in what they do so they can climb up the ladder into is is the vice president the first big step there are there are associate vice president presidents assistant vice president so there's that and then there's a vice president and then generally there's a senior vice president uh, okay. typically is the structure so you would be considered the Kamala Harris Mm, uh, uh, vice president, or, or how how does that work? I'm just I'm just a senior vice president. Just a, I am. Just, just a senior. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jenny, you've been there long enough. You have done so many amazing things at Pinnacle Bank. Have they I? could they actually couldn't operate without you. I'm not so sure about that. Well, you told me earlier that they could. <laughs> no, I told you Ronnie Martin could. Ronnie Martin. Okay, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, first of all, I want to know how was your your uh, weekends, the holiday weekend. Tell me what you did. I, mine was great. We went to the lake Thursday night and came mm-hmm. back Monday night, so it was chilly yeah. Saturday night, Friday night, Saturday night. But then, where, what part of the lake? Where were you? Hidden Harbor, Center Hill. Hmm. That's a pretty nice place. Mm-hmm. We like it. Now, how in the world did you ever get to the water? Because usually, this is this one and the Fourth of July are the heaviest days to be out on the lake. It wasn't bad this year because it was so cold. Friday, oh, Saturday, really? Monday was really busy because it was beautiful, but hmm. it wasn't bad. It's hard to do without that, isn't it? I remember we used to go to the lake all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't miss it anymore. Really? Yeah. That's about the only place I can relax. Oh, you can't relax at the bank? No. With him? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh-uh. Well, to her credit, too, she's actually relaxing there, and she's working some, too, because I talked to her some uh, while yeah. she was there on Friday. So. He talked to me a lot while I was there on Friday. Yeah. Are, are are you in the the process of being taught everything about the banking business? I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to know everything about the banking business. You don't? No. <laughs> Good well, you, you, each, each one of you, y- y- y'all are pretty much in a specific type of job, aren't you, Ronnie, at the bank? Yeah, there are very specific um skill sets that we have and specific things we do and all of those are kind of spokes in a wheel so yeah 
you know, I depend on Jan, Jan depends on me, we depend on Tyler and Dan and Misty and others in the organization. But um, it's amazing how much work there is to be done in each of those lanes in order for us to all be successful. Because, you know, we really depend upon one another. And uh, we had a little get-together we do once a week, once every two weeks yesterday. And uh, it's really interesting to hear the communication and the expectation that we have of one another um, and the accountability uh, that we have to one another because anytime we get into a situation where uh, Jan's having to do something for me that she wouldn't normally have to do or I'm having to do something from somebody else, uh, we start giving each other pretty direct feedback on that, and it serves our team very well. Um, like uh, go for work, go get me some coffee. Uh, no, it's never that. We don't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That wouldn't work with her anyway. No, I'll tell you that right I would know now. better than to ask for that. It's not my style anyway. She's like her daddy. I mean, I mean, she's Thank the you. perfect image of I her daddy. I consider that a compliment. It is a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what did you do, Ronnie? Um, what did I do? So Saturday, I we're we're putting in a pool. I think I I told you. You still working on that? Yeah, we we were, and the pool's basically in, but uh, we're going to do a covered outdoor structure. Mm-hmm. And as you might imagine, amongst husbands and wife, um, Cynthia and I had a little different vision of what that would look like. Of course. And so. Uh, I took it upon myself to do a makeshift uh, structure out of concrete and poles and a tarp to give us an idea about how high we wanted it to be, how wide we wanted it to be, so you could kind of visually do that. So I spent about half a day doing that. and then How just, deep in the ground is it? The pool? Yeah. Um, so I think it's five and a half feet on the deepest side. Uh-huh. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I wanted to be able to walk through it and my head not go into the water just because in my mind I don't dive and swim deep and, it, you know, you want a pool that you can I walk was thinking through. you want to walk through it and not sp- take a chance of spilling your drink. Or that. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's what, really just, what he meant. Still have to do this. Right? <laughs> but uh, we're excited about getting that finished. I was just trying to be nice, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> bang, there you go. Well, I don't want to spill my drink, so. I don't want to spill uh, my well, drink. Are either. you going to have a... Kind of a for the neighborhood. You're gonna let everybody come in over and and uh, everybody swim together. How how much uh, area do you have outside the pool that, that you can set up um, on the concrete where you can set up chairs and everything? You know, uh, obviously I live downtown Murfreesboro, yeah. so um, I, I do not have a large lot. I mean, things downtown are, are smaller. Mm-hmm. The footprint are, is smaller. Um, and for the most part, my entire backyard is now swimming pool and concrete. And so I don't really have any That's dry. good. I had a backyard like that once. I like it. Yeah. Serves me well. And so I, I really am not in a position where I could invite the neighborhood because I'd be inviting the whole downtown uh, to come because that's yeah. my neighborhood. Um, but – Hey, if people want to come over and swim, come over and swim. Look how strong politically that would make you, though. <laughs> we don't want to be strong politically. <laughs> Jan, Jan. Is she telling me something that I, d- I might need to know? Well, she she uh, has been uh, a great partner in the sense that she's been a great support system, as I have oh, served I know that. on city yeah. council. Yeah. Uh, but I think she's... Uh, I think she feels like she's done her time, and we've done our time to do that. So she she's not interested in me spending any more time doing that. So uh, am I hearing something about 
next term? Um, I, I don't think there's going to be a next term for me. So uh, I'm You have done. I, I, let, me, let me say this. You have done an excellent job Thank you, as city councilman. You Thank have you. worked harder than any city councilman I can ever remember, and I go back a long, long way. You, you, uh, uh, you do all your research work. You don't have to have a city manager to do all of that for you. You've decided it's kind of like people need to think for themselves instead of listening to all this garbage on television. Mm-hmm. And and you do that. You make sure that all the decision-making is going to be in your corner. Well, I, I have never wanted to be in a position where if you or anyone else asked me about something mm-hmm. – that my response would be what someone else told me. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to be able to, you know, articulate um, a, a very sound argument for what we were doing, why we were doing it, mm-hmm. uh, and in some cases, you know, if I had a different opinion uh, outside of the consensus of the council, mm-hmm. why that opinion was different. But um, you know, I, I've tried to work hard and and serve well during the time that I have served and. Um, you know, it does not mean that uh, I, I may not do something else ever in politics, but uh, I, I think I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish uh, short term. It's hard to keep that energy level going for a long period of time, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it, I think it's hard. Um, you know, you were talking about Pinnacle Bank before mm-hmm. we got on, on the radio. And I think for most people, um, they're very talented bankers in this marketplace. Um, But not all bankers are great fit at every institution, right? So, you know, there are some banks that I would not fit in very well. Um, that are I different. One Bank of America, you wouldn't wouldn't fit fit in in that one at all. I would not because I would want the freedom. Uh, to create opportunity to serve people mm-hmm. uh, in a way that felt good to me and that was good for the institution as well. And a lot of times the larger institutions, they want you to do what they want you to do rather than giving you the space and the lane and then the freedom. Then you lose the relationship you with do. the people. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't do it well because yeah. what, they, what they're trying to accomplish is not so much so based on individual relationships. It's based on scale and the institution. And so mm-hmm. – you know, I would I would segue that uh, into my service in politics. Uh, I, I've been very thankful for the time that I've spent. I've learned a lot. I've met a tremendous amount of um, people that serve the city on a daily basis. But you know, I have some different um, visions than some of our our city leadership. I have some different thoughts than some of our council members, and I think those are healthy things. But when you start thinking about the sacrifice that you make and the time that you commit and, you know, the people that uh, support you in the absence of that, uh, I think you've got to be very mindful about where you focus that energy and attention to get the best results for for you in your life or for for the groups of people that you serve and care about. And um, I I think I can be very proud of what I've done, uh, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to do more of that today. So. Well, people have to respect you and be able 
to talk to you. You've kind of like you've got an open door policy. Sure. With, with everybody, and uh, I was telling you before we went on the air, one, one of my little buddies, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. She's one of the brightest people I've ever known right. in my life. Yeah. And she wanted to pass along some of the thoughts that she had as far as the city what you need to do as far as its growth right. and, and utilize the, the land structures properly and all that. And they're um, one of the, the, the countries in, in, in the world has done pretty well with that, and mm-hmm. she wanted to pass along some of that because she, she respects you so much and Janny also. And uh, um, the relationship on a smaller frame such as um we're not a, a huge city yet right but it's my worry that we're going to become one right and look look at what you lose especially the relationships with people yeah you know I, there's always um i think um a diversity in opinion about you know what people want out of their community mm-hmm. um and truman you and i've talked some about this uh i, I live in downtown murfreesboro yeah. and uh there's always activity going on there are always ems trucks blasting by and fire engines blasting by and um one of my favorite places to be at home is on my front porch and i yeah. sit out on the front porch a lot i have a swing out there and i'll sit in the front porch and read and listen to music and be on my phone and other things like that. And there are cars constantly coming by. And I'm probably 25 feet from the street. Mm. And and I think that would make some people crazy. To me, it's as comforting as a ceiling fan in your bedroom at oh night. Oh, my gosh. It really is. And and so I think what we a have to A ceiling fan? Yeah. You don't have you a ceiling gotta fan? you got to be kidding I'm me. serious. It's comforting. That would give me a head cold. <laughs> You don't have a ceiling fan on at night? No. I have, I have ceiling fans, but I never turn them on. Yeah, they're, keeps... they're absolutely useless to me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And see, that's the last thing I would want to see if I was sitting on my front porch. If I'm sitting on my front porch, it's deer, cows, this, that, the other, but it's not. Yeah. It's pretty exciting when you see those big uh, fire trucks going by to uh, see if somebody's got a dent in their car or something like that. That's pretty interesting. Hey, I'll tell you something really exciting. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we had somebody um, in that offset where I where I live mm-hmm. at Manny and Lytle. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come down Manny Avenue, it, it sort of runs almost into my house, and then you have to kind of do a side set, yeah, kind of offset to go down to yeah. where Oakland's is. Yeah, we had somebody come through, run the stop sign, jump the sidewalk, hit one of our cars, and hit a telephone pole, and it sounded like it shook the whole house, you know. Um, but it knocked the telephone pole out. Um, Middle Tennessee Electric, uh, within about ten hours, had the power back up, and mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it was exciting. Ten hours, yeah, took that long. Yeah, it was in the middle of the night. It was midnight, hard to work. It was a mess. Damaged the cars. Murfreesboro Electric would have been there and had it done in two hours. Oh, well, I think gosh. it was. I think it was some of the Murfreesboro Electric people working for Middle Tennessee Electric that were there. So, best of both worlds, right? <laughs> <laughs> you made the right decision on that big boy. You really did. You I, you were all by yourself, weren't you? I was. I did the best How I could do. How is it to stand out there all alone, cold, <laughs> everybody else? Cold and lonely, yeah. is what I would tell you. <laughs> it is cold and lonely. But, you know, I, I think we were talking about political service and things like that. One of the things that I think is really good, I've come to personally believe, mm-hmm. um, 
you need um, you need fresh blood and enthusiasm in yeah. any sort of political arena. Um, not to take away from long-serving people that serve in those elected positions, but you know that system. W- when you get into an elected official position capacity, mm-hmm. um, you're constantly having to make choices about, you know, am I going to stay in the lane I started in, or am I going to adapt to the people around me? Mm-hmm. And am I going to move on issues? And what's the pressure to move on issues? And why would I even consider changing some of those things? And, you know, you always want to be open for the fact that there's always new information. There's always new perspective to shape. You know, you you learn and you grow in in service as you do that. But um, I, I have been in service long enough to see that it certainly can change you has the ability to change you mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not sure that's for the best in a lot of ways I mean there are some good things the the collaborative process of having to go through and work through issues where we don't all agree is good um, you know uh, that's not foreign to me we, we do that even amongst our small team at the bank you know we, we don't always agree on how we move forward but uh, we, we do that together respectfully uh, in a positive and an encouraging way. Mm-hmm. That's not always done um, in politics. It's, of course, it's not always done in the corporate environment. But to go back to one of the things I think is special about Pinnacle Bank is, you know, um, I think Pinnacle has done a, a really amazing job uh, emphasizing how important culture is and how important people are. And, you know, that's one of the things that I think government can do better, uh, and that is to put emphasis on creating uh, a good environment for employees that work uh, in government Mm -hmm. because it's the employees that actually provide services for the community, right? And so whether that be um, police officers or firefighters or people that work on our streets, um, our teachers – we can do a better job, uh, in my opinion, <clears throat> rather than our focus being on serving the citizens of Murfreesboro, uh, government's function should be on creating a good, safe, happy work environment where people appreciate um, the job they do, they're valued for the job they do. Because, let's be honest, you can't pay firefighters and police officers and teachers what they deserve to be paid for the work that they do. There's just not enough resources to do that in some cases. And so you have to build in um, a culture that rewards them and and satisfies and fulfills those other needs that they have. Um, And I I think companies... Some companies do a better job at that than government does of that sometimes, and I think Pinnacle is one of those companies. The, what you were saying about uh, the officers, mm-hmm. um, this area, in Tennessee mostly, except for the, the major two cities, they really support their law enforcement people. Mm-hmm. And I've, had, I've talked to a number of law enforcement uh, people, sheriff's office, city, and, and talk to Kevin in Smyrland. They uh, they have a great respect for the community that they live in. Right. The officers. <clears throat> right. So it goes both ways, and when they're working together, it makes them so much stronger and so much happier. Right. And and uh, thank goodness that we live in an area and. 
We're seeing people just migrate into the state of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I mean, from California, New York, everywhere, they're coming in here. And one thing that I've been meaning to ask you, and and it keeps slipping out of my mind, what's going to happen when all of a sudden everything changes in real estate and the interest rate goes up? Mm-hmm. That is going to that's going to be a a, uh, a critical change, whether it's going to be a positive thing or a negative thing. Right, and it, it will affect the real estate business quite a bit. You know, I, I think it's a great question, um, and my perspective on it might be a little different than than most. Um, I, I think in what has happened the past ten years, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, certainly. Uh, last eight years in our local economy, there have been a lot of people that have done very, very well in our local economy. Oh, yeah. Um, real estate has been very good. People who have owned homes have been able to sell homes and uh, really gain some equity and some net worth because of the appreciation of their homes. Uh, the, the other side of that equation is when those same people would purchase, unless they move down in home, they're basically giving some of that money back because they're buying in one of the most expensive times you can buy. So that's a challenging thing. Uh, To your point on, you know, when when the economy gets so hot that, um, you know, the housing market changes, when interest rates go up and affordability goes down, uh, I would tell you, uh, it will pull probably, it will probably pull house prices down, home values down. Um, and so, you know, the economy is not a flat line. It's mm-hmm. it's sometimes up and good. It's sometimes down and bad. And I think um, there are opportunities for everyone in both of those cycles. Mm-hmm. So when the economy is really good, there are opportunities. When the economy really is really bad, there there are opportunities. But different people benefit and different different people suffer in each of those cycles. And so I, I think kind of the advice I give clients and, and we talk about all the time, there are always opportunities for business to uh, create wealth in a good market or a bad market. It's being disciplined, uh, you know, having the right people around you, um, the right advisors that you trust and you listen to. And, and that's one of the things that we try to do is, you know, be very honest about where we are, what we're doing. Um, you know, I, I think housing prices are a little scary high right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm glad for the people that are benefiting, you know, from that. But anything that grows really, really quickly like that has some potential challenges and some embedded risk inherently in, you know, um, in that line. There's a lot of unknowns there because I'm one of these people that I'm caught in the question of should I sell my property now while it's going at such a high amount right? and maybe not buy another piece of property for a while and... Um, you, you know, there's all th- kinds of things that you d- can do right. in in the in the medium time, but um, it's it's a it's a gamble no matter what you do. And uh, it, it, even the banks, I presume, 
they have no idea when everything is going to change. No. When it changes, it'll probably won't be one step at a time. It'll just go boom, and, and there you go. Well, if you go back to the, the, quote, Great Recession that we had in 2009, yes. and you look at um, – and, and people make mistakes. It's, it's always this uh, challenging situation where you say, um, will the next decline, economic decline, look the way the last economic decline did? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. They're always different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – are there some some of the same signals and triggers that happen? Uh, you know, what what role does infl- inflation play in that, which we're dealing with some now? Yeah. What role does um, you know the overall economy? Are there does housing? Um, what is the specific role there? Does it matter where you are located geographically, either in the state or the country? What region you're in? All those things matter. Um, and, you know, I, I think if you go back to 2009 and look at what happened, it didn't sort of creep up on anybody. Yeah. It was a faucet that was just turned off. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was lending money during that period of time, and it was amazing how it changed. Do I think when we hit this slowdown of this particular cycle that it will work the same way? It doesn't feel that way to me. But the truth is, I don't know, and nobody knows. You know what I mean? Do I mean, we ever learn our lessons in those things? Uh, I think human nature, you know, Truman, is um, we, we forget um, whether we intend to or not. It doesn't mean we're not smart or wise. But, you know, I think just human nature in general, we are prone to um, be risk averse in most cases and we try to make good decisions and protect our family and and do all those sorts of things but you know the the humanity of wanting to achieve and earn and create and grow um causes some people to make the same mistakes over and over again so well in when we have money in the bank and uh we're going to draw one percent if we're lucky yeah um and uh a lot of times they'll want us to do five-year plans or whatever Mm -hmm. but but one of these days are we locked into that five-year plan and everything starts the interest rate starts going up sky high well, I think what is the smart thing to do when you get involved in those type things? I, I would tell you, um, in any sort of investment, including what you're talking about, you know, CDs and things like yeah. that. Um, I think an approach where um, you you kind of have different tranches or buckets of money. Um, so let's say you had ten thousand uh, dollars. If you split it into four buckets, and you have one year money, three year money, five year money, seven year money, it's if you were to go one year, maybe you earn 10 basis points. Mm-hmm. And you're to go three years, maybe you earn 25 basis. And let's say one, 1% for five, and maybe you're getting one and a quarter for seven, if that mm-hmm. type of thing exists. Well, some people would say, well, why would you take 10 basis points rather than one and a quarter? Mm-hmm. You're giving up that spread. 
Well, the difference is your short-term money a year from now has the opportunity to earn at a higher rate if rates go up. So it's really the smoothing effect of saying, I'm not going to go all in and try to earn 1.25 in the example that I just used on all my money Mm -hmm. because I'd lock it up for seven years. And if there's a change two or three years in, maybe I can earn 3%. So the opportunity cost between reaching for that home run, if you will, at that particular point in time, I I personally don't think is the best thing. So I would tell you a a more strategic, um, you know, phased approach where you're spreading out those opportunities to capture the change in the economic environment. And so interest rates is a perfect example of that. So I would never put a large majority of my money into a longer-term product, Uh, but with that being said, it also depends on each individual circumstances. I mean, there are some people that um, if you're on a fixed income and the difference between what you earn of 10 basis points and one and a quarter makes a significant difference in your life and you think you've got a five-year lifespan, that probably makes a lot of sense because the opportunity cost of what you'd be given up for your extended period of life there is probably not worth worth waiting for, if that makes sense. Well, I'm making a fortune right now. I think a uh, yearly uh, amount that I get on my interest rate is probably, what, Janie, $5 or $6? <laughs> I think I can buy a couple of Cokes on it or something like that. Here's the great thing. Is it safe? You don't have to worry about it? That is the one thing that, that, that puts a bank over anything else. That's right. You know, uh, there's somebody on WGNS that does uh, um, financial uh, uh, education mm-hmm. to people, and uh, he's not too happy with banks, which I I never have under really stood that. Yeah, from what what I hear, I've always, of course, it's different from say county to county, state <coughs> to state. Right, every state is like its own country, and no matter what what kind of business you're dealing with, right, and we're living in in the best country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, not only USA, but especially here in the state of Tennessee, everybody wants to come here, which is absolutely amazing because we do have the best place in the world. You can be more successful. I can remember years ago that uh, in New York City, my uncle lived there, and he he was in business, and he said that the word there in New York at that time you can't become more successful anywhere else than the state of Tennessee. He said Middle Tennessee is absolutely going to be How the place to go. Wow. And, and look what's happened. It's just absolutely um, – we're blessed. Oh, yeah. Great place, great people. You know, the I think there's a very friendly business environment. Um, you know, there's not a state income tax in Tennessee, which is a good thing. There's a – um, a lot of the um, uh, revenue, government revenue that's raised is sales yeah. tax based or you know consumption based, which I think is good. It's a um, it's a generally. Are you going to run for governor? I don't plan to do that. What's uh, that look, Jan? She night. had an objection to that, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's her opportunity to move up. She may be thinking, friend. "Are you crazy? He could never be governor." That maybe she may be looking out for me in that sense. So, did you uh, invite Ronnie and and his wife, sweet wife, I might say, yeah, uh, to be on the boat with you? She did. I invited not. his wife. 
Oh. <laughs> Good for her. Thomas Lewis, his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His wife is invited anytime she wants to come, yep. but I, uh, I need Jan, that time. <laughs> Jan sees me enough during the week is what she says. Well, you'll have a place to go swimming pretty soon. Yeah, there you go. That's right. You've been working on that swimming pool forever. Yeah, we're trying to get exactly where we want it, right? I mean, how many different things can you do with a swimming pool? It's, hey, look, the reality is, and this is just in the economy that we are in right now, mm-hmm. um, there are supply chain issues that every uh, contractor is dealing with. Mm-hmm. There are limited uh, subcontractors that you can get to do work. Um, it, there's just... Are you going to clean your uh, poo yourself every day? You know, that's a great question. I it have. Is a question. I have done that yeah. up to this point. I have no intentions on doing that long term. Uh, maybe when I retire, I don't mind cleaning the pool, but... Um, no, I'm probably not going to do that. See, I made the I'm mistake pay to do it. of uh, putting up these big, tall bird feeders, mm. and uh, so they would get the um, uh, mosquitoes and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, what are they? The swifts and, and and all these other birds that will fly down and eat, eat the mosquitoes. Uh, they'll attack them in the air. How interesting. Well, once you start cleaning your poo, mm-hmm. they will start attacking you. Really? Yes. I had the biggest problem with with those stupid birds, and they they would actually fly down and try to pop me on top of the head. <laughs> how interesting! But I can you tell you how nicer. to take care of that. You should have been nicer. Get, get you some uh, 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 tennis rackets, uh-huh. <laughs> and it becomes fun. And I rattle. mean, it becomes a big battle right there at, at the swimming pool. We, it's it's unbelievable. We we do that with uh, carpenter bees out at. TL and Martha's house because carpenter beasts hover around. I have a problem with it. So we just get tennis rackets to go out there and swipe. Yeah. Now, is there anything else going on in in the banking bid? I, I, you guys have kind of uh, gone away from all the mask and all that other stuff, haven't you? We have, and I, you know, um, we have chosen. Uh, I shouldn't say. Jan may not want everybody to know she's vaccinated, but she is. But um, we have been vaccinated. Have you been vaccinated? Are you going to be vaccinated? I had the virus. My doctor told me that I didn't have to. I think be that's vaccinated. great. So I had the virus as well, and so did Ronnie yeah, Martin. Me too. But I sure don't want it again. I've got my card here. You want to see my card? I carry around my vaccination card. You were sick. Yeah, I was. Virus? I'd say I never got sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that's, is that? That's my card. You'll have to wear one that. of these. You're you behind. got? Have you got a picture on it? Uh, no. Well, it's no good then. But the government's going to issue you one of those, and you're not going to be able to go out unless you have one of those. Which government? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm fixing to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care which government. <laughs> They're not going to tell me what to yeah. do. So, yes, we have opened back up, and um, all the lobbies are open, and we're yeah. mask-free, and that feels good. I know it's... Hey, it's been you hard. can actually go in the biz, the mm-hmm. building right you now. You can come up and, and, and take care of all the business. Sit outside Bill Jones's office and wait for him to come in. Well, when is the new building going to be finished? I, I believe by the end of the year. Oh, um, good. I hope so. Yeah. I still catch myself reaching for the mask, and I hate that. Yeah, it's habitual. Mm-hmm. I can't see you falling into that trap of all that stuff. Well, and when you have to wear them at your place of employment... What are you going to do? Well, and we spent a year wearing them. Yeah. That's a long time to, I mean, you build a habit in a short period of time, much less a year. With the money that you guys share together, you could start your own bank. 
and then and then maybe Bill will go along with you and yeah. and, and uh, I'll work together. Hey, let's talk about uh, Ben Weatherford for a second. I don't know if you know this, but he is retired. Do we need to take a break? Do we need to take a break? Yeah, let's yeah. take. Let's talk about Ben. We'll let's take a break okay. when, when when we get back. Yeah. Okay. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Are you looking for a different kind of bank? Open your eyes to a credit union. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help hardworking Americans achieve their financial goals faster. And because we're owned by our members, you get a piece of the pie. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to open your first account and see how we help when others won't. Insured by NCUA. Hi, this is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers. Since everyone's going to be traveling, we carry Rembrandt charms, and they make charms from all over the world and in the United States. So when you get back from your fun trip, come in Bell Jewelers, and we can show you charms that will help commemorate that fun trip. Hi, this is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro, across the street from Toots Restaurant. Are you looking for some good-use furniture? Well, today is your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D, straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. MTSU Arts, together with Ascend Federal Credit Union, presents the MTSU Dance Program's Spring Concert. Our talented students and faculty are working together on safely bringing this performance to the Tucker Theater stage from April 22nd through April 24th. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts for more information on virtual showtimes. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts to learn more today. An update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The Federal Aviation Administration says the pilot of the plane that crashed into Percy Priest Lake over the weekend had expired medical credentials. The FAA said yesterday the pilot, 58-year-old Joe Lara, had an expired certificate that certifies that a pilot is healthy enough to fly. Pilots over the age of 40 must have their medical documents renewed every two years with FAA records showing Laura's expired 17 months before the crash. A spokesperson for the Remnant Fellowship Church, which owned the plane Laura was flying, disputes the FAA's account, saying all of his documents were up to date. 
And keep a watchful eye on your children as they swim this summer. A 12-year-old boy died in a Middle Tennessee area pool this past week, found unconscious at an apartment swimming pool last Tuesday night at Berkeley Hills Apartments in Madison. The Tennessee Department of Health reports that drowning is the leading cause of injury and death for children ages 1 to 4. Nationwide, three children die every day as a result of drowning. Detectives in Murfreesboro are trying to find the person who allegedly used somebody else's information to apply for a $4,000 bank loan. The MPD has released a security photo of the suspect captured by an ATM at Bank of America and allegedly shows the suspect withdrawing the cash. If you can help identify the suspect, there's contact information on our website, WGNSRadio.com. Police are also on the lookout for a suspect in a shooting. A woman shot while driving, causing her vehicle to wreck in the backyard of a home in the 1600 block of Leaf Avenue, then burst into flames on Monday. She was killed in the fire. News on demand 24-7 on our website, WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, online at CordellCordell.com, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Napa know-how. Some things just go better together, like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil and a platinum filter for $26.48. It's like bacon and eggs, hot dogs and mustard, or Joni and Chachi. Ask your dad about it. That's Napa full synthetic and a platinum filter for $26.48. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer N63021. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 70s. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. Classic kid movies are back this summer at Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. $5 tickets include admission, drink, popcorn, and candy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for classic kid movies all summer. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Jan Stewart, who is about halfway asleep. <laughs> it's very cozy in here. Do what? It's very cozy in here at Adam's Place. You still sound like Ronnie, Ronnie Martin. That's me. Oh, I I thought you had left me. I don't know what happened. Everything just went crazy. (laughs) But there is a great, great 
banker that had been in the business for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. His dad was in the business, mm-hmm. uh, even back farther than I can remember. And let's talk about him a little bit. Yeah. So uh, Ben Weatherford, uh, after a 40-year banking career, is mm-hmm. retired uh, maybe last week or the week before officially. So mm-hmm. he um, was at First Bank and retired. And um, I worked, had the privilege to work alongside Ben and really sort of be mentored by Ben for mm-hmm. um, really the last 20 years when yeah. I started at Mid-South Bank um, which was purchased by Franklin Synergy and was recently purchased by First Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would have been 28 and came to Mid-South to, from First Tennessee at the time to manage the main office uh, on the square. Mm-hmm. And um, I think originally I reported to Lee Moss, and shortly after that there was a restructuring, and I reported to Ben. Um, but spent a lot of time with Ben, and then when Ben left Mid-South, I went uh, to work with him at First Bank and mm-hmm. um, left there for a short period of time, but had the opportunity to come back and work with Ben. And Jan, uh, when when Jan and I started working together, it was at First Bank, and you know most of the team that we have today um, was built at First Bank um, mm-hmm. while I was there with Ben. And so, you know, I think... What I would say is, um, while most people know by reputation um, the quality of man he is and character uh, mm-hmm. that he has, um, you just can't give enough credit to um, you know who Ben Weatherford the person is, and and me personally, you know the difference he's made in my life and how much I've enjoyed working with him and uh, really sort of having a father figure, if you will, because Ben would have been probably mid-40s when I started at Mid-South at 28. Mm -hmm. Um, But having the opportunity to work with what I would call one of the local banking legends here in Murfreesboro, it's been a highlight of one of my careers. I just wanted to mention that and uh, tell him thank you, and uh, I, I hope he... Uh, enjoys retirement. I, I have a hard time believing he's going to retire because of how vibrant and healthy he is. But uh, if he chooses to do that, I think that's. I think he's earned it. I think he's taken integrity to another level. Mm-hmm. He, he's extremely honest. He's he's always truthful with you, and it's almost like, um, for me, like having a younger brother. Yeah, yeah. When you're around him. You, you feel like that you're in the room with with someone that you can talk to about any subject on any level and uh, just absolutely enjoyed him. Of course, knew his, his father for many, many years. Of course, yep. he was one of the uh, very first bankers in, in uh, this community. Right. And uh, um, that's the good thing about – I bring this up too much, I know – but you can outgrow the type of of uh, situations that we have now, the relationships that mm-hmm. we have with the people who mean so much to us in our lives in a business like structure. Yep. And that's that's really the one of the things that bothers me. We're just almost growing too fast. Right. Can we can can we even slow it down? Or is it just kind of like a um, something that's com- completely out of control? Yeah, I think um, 
I think you can do some things to slow it down. Um, you know, obviously there are ways that you can make it more expensive for people to develop, build houses, develop lands. You know, there are impact fees, taxes, other things. Um, but I think the ability to intervene from a government intervention standpoint should be limited. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I sort of believe that. Um, and part of what we have to deal with is that, you know, you mentioned this earlier, whether you're talking about in the country um, or in our state, mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee is just such a great place to be and everybody knows it. Yeah. And so, you know, there are constraints that you can put in place, whether or not they're good or bad. Uh, I think I'll leave that for others to decide. But um, to a certain extent, we're, we're just in a growth spurt like you know, naturally occurs when you get the right economic mix of people and opportunity. And um, so, I mean, I think, Truman, with all the frustration that comes um, with growth and how that forces us to change because things are not the same, and, you know, a lot of times that's not easy. We like things to be the same. That has provided so much opportunity for um for some, maybe not all, to have a quality of life here. Um, most of the things that you go shopping for now, uh, if you take Amazon out of the equation, which I'm sure you shop on Amazon all the time. I know Jan and I do. Uh, well, two out of three do around here. <laughs> I guarantee you I don't. I do everything eyeball to eyeball. Okay, well... You probably would go to Hickory Hollow to shop. No, I wouldn't. What, in the day? Back in the day, you wouldn't do that? I do my shopping in Rutherford County. All right. Where would you go to buy your clothes? Uh, I would uh, talk to... uh, Well, you wore a uniform, so that was a little different. Actually, I would talk to lady friends of mine and they would go buy them for me. Oh, okay. Lady friends. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) Well, most of us, Jan and I probably went to Hickory Hollow Mall. Yeah. Is that where you went? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, so, and you'd get shot while you were well, there. Well, that could happen. Yeah. That can happen anywhere, right? Not as much as it would in some of those places. You don't go shopping in Davidson County. You shop in Rutherford County. You do now. Wasn't there yeah. a mall in River Rock also? There was. So look um, at all those places. Awesome. Uh, here you are in, in, on the city council. Look what you've got over there. Uh, I got you. Thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate Should it. We that take was that my call? brother calling. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. He could call me after the show. He may have a question. He, sh- he should know you're on the radio right now. <laughs> I'm not a shopper. Okay. It's, I, I, sh- I, I go grocery shopping, right. and, I sh- and there's very little that I buy there. I mostly eat out. But but were you talking about t- a few year, uh, a number of years ago? I'm really talking about probably 20 years ago before you had the Avenue and Stones River Mall and some of those places. Uh, Jackie and I would go to an, a number of places, and then I would find a seat that I could find, <laughs> and then three hours later we would, would leave that. Yeah, yeah. She, we would leave that place. So would when she, you go grocery shopping, do you order it online and pull up, and they bring it to your car? No. Okay. Yeah. I walk around. That's a good place to get exercise is, is walking through. Um, I, I, I uh, actually do my shopping at Publix. That's a good place. I like Publix. They have the best They products. are so nice. They are nice. They are. And and they'll ask you, what do you need? And, and they'll 
They'll find it for you if you can't find it. So that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, you go to Publix for a specific experience, and you probably don't even care that it's a little more expensive no, because I don't. you go to Publix. I, I like for people to be friendly, and, and uh, I, I don't – I love uh, socializing with people wherever I go. Right. But I, I want people to be – the same way that I am, I enjoy the the fellowship and the relationships and, so, and those things. So that, to me, is is the point we touched on earlier about why culture is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, the other company that comes to mind, which is talked about a lot and referenced a lot, Chick Fil A. Uh, the experience that you have at Chick Fil A. My son calls it Chick Fil A's. Chick Fil A's. Mm-hmm. I, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. I could go with that. Yeah. Uh, or Disney World. Have you been to Disney? World? I will not go to Disney. You World. should go. It no. will make you smile. <laughs> no. It will make you smile. I, I I have to show my voting card, and and uh, I, I do not vote liberal. I vote conservative. Disney has got to be the one of the most liberal companies there is anywhere. Well, just take your vaccination card. You can I don't get know that they would make him smile at Disney World. He no. would probably make everyone frown at Disney World. <laughs> On purpose. Yes. But, but I think that culture. When they did away many, many years ago with Song of the South, was one of the best movies I've ever seen for kids, I said no more. What was that? But they've gotten worse. They've gotten worse. Hmm. Well, I think they have. They're actually losing money. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. No, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> I think they've got a great Star Wars exhibit. I think they're doing Marvel. I think they've modernized in some of that. I enjoy I enjoy Disney. I think it's fun. Yeah, keep pouring that money to them. I wish I could go more. Bless your heart. Yes, sir. You but, know, I, 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 do you, you've never seen the movie Ghost Breakers, have you? You've seen, seen the Ghost one Busters. Ghostbusters, yes, but sir. Goes, I've I've got uh, that movie at home, and I'm going to lend that movie to you next time we get, uh, get together. Is it on is a real VHS? <laughs> it, it's it's a, a DVD. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, well, I have most of mine have been transferred over to DVD. I bet I've got 200 movies at home. Ghost Breakers. Ghost Breakers. Willie Best is one of the best comedians I have ever seen. Hmm. Bob Hope is in it. Okay. And and uh, Paulette Goddard is in it. And uh, Anthony Quinn. Hmm. And it is the funniest movie you have ever seen. I would love to see it. And uh, they were, uh, one of the guys was trying to explain to uh, Bob Hope what a, um, a zombie was. Hmm. And he was explaining that it's a creature that's basically been brought back to life. And it uh, he has no thoughts of his own. He's just wandering through life. And, and I know some uh, people like that. And, and people have to. Well, yeah, you do. Because uh, Bob Hope asked, oh, you mean a Democrat. <laughs> that's so, not what I meant. That was, Yes, it is no, exactly not. what you meant. That's Everybody, what that's what. That, uh-uh. that's yeah, that's true. what. That's what Ronnie said. Nope. But anyway, uh, uh, I was thinking back then it was funny, but it wasn't hilarious. Yeah. Now it's hilarious <laughs> when I watch it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of truthful. Yeah. I love those things. But anyway, that's why we like to go to Publix because the culture's so good, the environment's so good. And that's why yeah. people like to come to Pinnacle. I think that's right. Yeah. Pinnacle is is uh, one of those. Pla- if there is such thing as a perfect 
bank, yeah. then it's pinnacle right. because of the way that you relate to everyone that comes in there. That When you walk through that door, you're special, and, and you can feel the warmth and the comfort when you walk in there. Well, I, I think our leadership, local and um, at the top of the house, you know, at the organization, has done a really good job finding the right people mm-hmm. that embrace that culture that want to serve others that invest in their technical expertise so they can serve others so that they're competent to do that um and you were talking about starting a bank you know i i think it would be really hard in any market that pinnacle bank is in to have the idea that you're going to start a bank and find enough people because i think you'd really want the, some of the people that are at pinnacle bank but to trying to find enough people to emulate what Pinnacle Bank is doing to compete with Pinnacle Bank, that'd be really hard to do. Really I hard. Think, to do. I don't think it could be done. It'd be really hard to do. But, I, I don't want to be in charge did, of doing that. The the one thing that's always um, interests me about the structures of bank is you guys are always looking for. It, you're like a a major league baseball team talent. You're looking for talent in in, uh, in the other team, yes, sir. And you and if you got someone that can get up and hit a home run every time, and and the fans stand and cheer as soon as he walks out into the batter's box, that's what you guys are looking for. That's how you and Janny ended up up at Pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've got a bank that pretty much is structured in the way that everybody else wants their particular uh, members of the team, mm-hmm. then you've got something really, really special, and and that's what you guys have got. Uh, Casey Stingle, uh, I guess that would be um, Bill Jones. He would be Casey Stingle in today's world. I don't know that <laughs> reference. Now, see, that's a good thing. You guys are young. You all know what's going on today. Mm-hmm. But there, you got also older people who remember the the 1950 Yankees when they were beating everybody. See, I, I mean, don't remember the of 2020 you, Yankees. <laughs> that's pretty pitiful, Janie. What What was your resume that kind of brought you to the top of the level? My personality, duh. Mm. Well, I see. You, work, work you do have something. I'll tell you what my wife told me. She said when we were talking about um, the lady that I had worked with um, retiring, and I said, hey, that's a real problem. I said, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. And she said, I, I know who you should hire. And I said, who's that? And she said, Jan Stewart. And I, I don't know that I'd even ever met mm-hmm. Jan at that point. One time. And okay. And I said, well, why do you think that? And she said, one, she's the only person I know that can probably keep up with you, that you're not going to outwork, and um, she won't be afraid to tell you what she thinks and put you in your place when you need to be put in your place. And I said, sign me up. Now, she does that last one too much. She enjoys that one a little yeah. too much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she's When a you good, get that smirk on She's a good face. sport about it. Yeah. She's a good sport about it. Now, you've got somebody special that's been at the bank for a long time. And she, she should we or should you mention the number of years that she has served at the bank? Forty. And, and of course, we we can talk about what a special lady she is. Mm-hmm. So I've been in banking twenty five years, mm-hmm. and that goes back to the time I was about eighteen years old. Yeah. And um, 
Jen, you want to tell everybody who it is? Peggy Hollinsworth. She's Peggy very special. celebrated 40 years. I don't know if it was like to the date. We yesterday. celebrated her yesterday. But we celebrated her yesterday. So, so can, what did y'all do special for Peggy? Because I don't think you could do enough. I for her. agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what you do to reward somebody or acknowledge a, a, a lifetime commitment to yeah. people, you know, to the relationships and the people that she serves. But um, she's a joy to work with. She has been, uh, you know, we've only been at Pinnacle a year and a half, I guess mm-hmm. now. But she is as friendly, you know, today as I could imagine her ever being. And she was kind and welcoming and gracious to us. And, um, you know, you just know she's a really special person to have had a 40-year career and had the success Mm -hmm. that she's had. You know, Glenn was very blessed to have her as as his wife. That's how I met Peggy. she took so much good care. Probably years ago. Yeah. Glenn was a special. He's a Kittrell boy. I mean, you can't find okay. better people than than the Kittrell people. They, they really are special. And um, I think I, I've seen people uh, over at the bank. They will ask for Peggy as soon as they come through that door. I, I understand why. After having worked with Peggy, I understand why. Yeah. So, do you, do you guys think that y'all will be there, forty years? I know I will not. Jan, you want to tell everybody how old you would be if you were there for 40 years? Oh. <laughs> Why would I want to do 80, that? 80 what? What were you saying? I think like 70. <laughs> but I'm not going to work that long. 30 looks good I on will you, be Jan. How are you, how are you going to get your big retirement and your Social Security? You've got to wait till you're close to 70 years old to get that. Not necessarily. I just need Jan to hang in there about 20 years, 15 to 20 years. More? I'm not yeah. making that yeah. promise. Yeah. She can hang in 15 to 20 years. We're good. Yeah. Because that will put me at about 67. I don't I don't know that I'll work that long, but I might. We won't. Yeah. Is there anything, I know we've been talking about the bank mostly. Is there anything going in the, at the city right now that... People need to know the people who live in Murfreesboro what they need to know. Um, so we're going through the budget process, which is always a busy time. Uh, one of the things I've learned about being on the council is that there's never not a busy time. There's mm-hmm. always something happening. But um, you know we've got a 203 million dollar general operating budget, uh, basically a, a half a billion dollar overall budget when you wrap in all the departments, water and sewer, schools, everything. Um, there are lots of things that I could pull out and emphasize. I think two things that come to my mind, and that's the major investment in infrastructure and roads because mm-hmm. of the growth we have had. Um, Boy, we, the roads are all over in Rutherford County. They've taken a beating with this weather over the last they have, year or so. But we've made a substantial commitment from a borrowing and um, capital improvement plan standpoint mm-hmm. to build new roads, to try to improve traffic flow. Uh, we needed it, um, and so I'm glad we're doing that. Uh, the other thing that's a, a real challenge, and it goes back to some of the comments I made earlier about creating uh, an, an organization uh, inside the government that is a place where people want to work. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting people don't want to work for the city because I think people do. Yeah. But it's the emphasis on the employees and the emphasis on the value that they bring and to make sure that we 
conduct ourselves as leaders, as a council, and as um, you know, senior staff and administrators, where the employees know that they are our priority, and that our expectation is that um, that we take great care of our city employees, and they take great care of the citizens. I mean, that's yeah. the way that's supposed to work, in, in Ronnie Martin's opinion. And so, um, but to go back to specifically. I think we've got over 30 police officer positions available. Um, that's sure, pro- uh, sure you're not having trouble. Murfreesboro and uh, Rutherford County are very, I, I know they don't make enough money. Right. Uh, they have good benefits. Right. Uh, but they're working for people who care about them. That's what's, I that, think that's, that's what That's a matters. big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we emphasize that. Uh, Continuously, you know, mm-hmm. I think it becomes part of the culture where people know how valued and respected that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I am of the opinion that you can say that, but you have to do it on a regular basis, and yeah. all of your actions have to, you know, support um, that process. And at any particular point in time, where you're saying that, but your behavior and your actions don't create an environment where people feel safe where people feel like that they can, you know, I mean, Jan does does not uh, mince words with me about her opinion about what we should be doing and why we should be doing it. And, yeah. you know, I mentioned earlier we had a, uh, a small team meeting yesterday, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of very frank, direct conversation at the table. Mm-hmm. I think that's really healthy, but you don't get that if you can't create an environment where people feel safe, where they know it's not personal. This is about us being the best we can be, us meeting the expectations, holding each other accountable, but to do it in an environment where people feel safe. I mean, it's just really important to do that. And I think you know there are plenty of times where in government politics or power comes into play where people say, hey, I want to create this environment, but this is what I want to do, so I'm either not going to listen to you in this moment or I'm going to penalize you for speaking up in this moment or I'm going to tell you that maybe your job is in jeopardy if you do X, Y, Z in this moment. Mm-hmm. You just can't operate that way. And so, um, I, you know, I, I'm just one that believes that's the way a culture should be built. And hopefully the people that really want to be police officers or firemen or teachers um, feel the value of uh, our appreciation and our gratitude in the sense that um, it helps to compensate for the fact that, you know, pay is always going to be an issue. Yeah. And, and you want to be competitive and, and treat people fairly. But creating a really good workplace culture, I think, goes a long way because we spend a lot of time at work. There's a lot of things that aren't perfect. And, and one is, uh, in this country, we've let politics... Um, interfere with what's going on with the justice system Mm. and that includes law enforcement Mm -hmm. and one of the things that's always bothered me is that um, the police chief has to answer to the mayor Mm -hmm. of a city Mm -hmm. Uh, the police chief should be the last word that what goes on in a police department. Yeah. Just like the sheriff is the last word, and, and that's done constitutionally. Yeah. And when, when you have uh, politics start interfering with what goes on with the justice system, 
uh, even before uh, the car, uh, courtroom activities or whatever, it, it starts making um, it, an erosion inside the departments that are affected by mm -hmm. it. Law enforcement officers want to be respected and they want to be supported. And, and the police chief should have the opportunity to have an open door inside the department where officers can come in and voice uh, their either pleasures or displeasures of what's going on in the, those particular departments. And it has caused an erosion mm -hmm. in being able to hire the best people that, that uh, can serve your community. And a lot of times... We're seeing a lot of that. I know that there are officers coming from uh, places like Chicago and, and California, New York. They're looking for other places to go where people actually will support them. Right. And, that, and that's one of the things that's really bothered me in a lot of cities that uh, they don't seem to have the same attitude t toward public safety that we have here. So, right. Um, I'm surprised that, that, that we're not filling those positions quicker than that we are. And we're having a lot of conversation about that. And, I, you know, in our, in our government, the way it's supposed to work in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, yeah. based on our charter, our city manager, um, the, the police chief reports directly to the city manager. He does not report to the mayor. A lot of people don't, don't know that. Uh, the council and the mayor's job is... But he still support. He's still been having to report to somebody. To, he does. To, to make it a, a step up rather than him controlling what goes on in his own department. That's, that's right. And, you know, when you've got 30 certified police officer positions budgeted and, and available... Um, there are always going to be limits on resources yeah. that, that you can afford to, you know, to outlay, to hire people to serve in the community, whether they're police officers or whatever job they're in. Yeah. And that's why I think it goes back to creating a culture where, I mean, you think in comparison to teachers, uh, think about how hard it would be to be a teacher in this environment where you have an unruly student in the classroom and the way public perception has changed about disciplining kids in school and what's appropriate or what's not appropriate. And without going too far into that, you know, overlay that with being a police officer and pulling someone over and trying to enforce the laws and yet the danger that those people are in for the pay that they get. I mean, you really have to be so intentional to create an environment and a culture where there are other benefits and rewards to serving in those positions because of what you personally gain from serving in the community and the brotherhood and the camaraderie of the group and what you're accomplishing together. Without that, you're just left to pay and benefits. And in most cases, for most people, it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. And so without the right culture and the environment where people feel you know, appreciated and valued and respected, mm -hmm. um, there are just not enough mon monetary resources to pass around to get that job done, which is why culture is so important. Yeah, we have a liberal media that is the microscope of what goes on in education and yep. public safety. Yep. Unfortunately. I think the, I, I think somebody's saying hey, before get they lost. cut us yeah. off, my parents have a an wedding anniversary coming up on Monday. Oh, what year? 59. 59 years. Bless wow. their hearts. I know. Uh, poor poor Bobby. Bobby. Is poor Bobby. She is a saint. <laughs> but happy anniversary happy to Happy anniversary. Them.
to Bobby and Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Truman. All right. I appreciate it. We'll see you. All right.